Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast. It is MLK Day. It is January 18th. There is lots and lots to cover. Uh, it's a somber day, obviously. It's MLK Day. Uh, and we're going to celebrate the return of hockey because that makes sense. In today's show, we're going to discuss Liverpool and Man United's narrative shifting. Nil, 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 nil. Man, Man City grabbing the bull by the horns with a win over Palace. The rest of the past week's games and all the games since we last potted. We missed a week. But first, Mike, tell us about the opening weekend of the NHL season. Your yeah, true we're, we're- secret passion that you yell about on your own without anyone knowing and don't care. I yell into the void a lot. Let's be very clear about something. We are celebrating MLK Day. We're it's not a somber day. It's his birthday, right? It's a good, good thing to celebrate. Also, it's also a big, big hockey day in Canada. It is. And in New York, the 60th birthday of one Mark Messier. That's why I'm celebrating today. Speaking of, I mean, listen, we are five days into the NHL season. Um, we just, don't just know a whole lot. Nar- what are the narratives? Who are the favorites? The narratives are uh, everybody in Canada is eating themselves because there's a Canadian division now because Trudeau won't open the fucking border. So it's uh. actually pretty wild. And that that's actually the best hockey you could watch. Not because they're all Canadian, because they're basically all similar in skill level, right? Like there's, Toronto's supposed to be the best. They are in first place. But there's some wildly surprising hockey. Ottawa is supposed to be horrible, and they beat the shit out of the Maple Leafs. So that's a lot of fun. The Bruins are in the yeah. other, like, basically pressure cooker division that would have been the Rangers, Islanders, Flyers, Pe- uh, Penguins. They're the best so team in that in, division. They're in the Patrick, the old Patrick. The, what, what is effectively the Patrick now? Yes, that's right. The, <laughs> the, the East division, if you will. So you've got more or less six good teams for four playoff spots. That's fun. And then you've got two, basically a central and a West. The two Florida teams are in the central because geography makes sense in the NHL. Know. And, um, you know it and I know it. Tampa Bay and Dallas played for the Stanley Cup last year. They're currently in the same division. So figure that out. But they out. shouldn't be in hockey. There should be no warm weather hockey teams. That's a rule. If I ever become the commissioner of sport, That's I will, I'm going to do pro rel for every sport, no drafts, and we're going to just – Take the European model for all our sports. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I and like then the it West too. Division has three good teams: Vegas, Colorado, St. Louis, and the rest are dog shit. So uh, it's weird. Um, but yeah, the, the narratives are: we are who we thought they they thought we were. Right? Tampa okay. Bay, Stanley Cup champions, beat the living fuck out of the Chicago Blackhawks twice, who were really bad. We knew that. Um, Toronto's good, but again, the Canadian division is super fun. Uh, Washington all is. Pretty solid, but yeah, Boston lost today to the Islanders, who the Islanders started two games against the Rangers. Four nothing win, five nothing loss. So soccer terms, we win on aggregate, right? Hey. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's too early, but that that's that's the storyline. So I far. might just get into hockey. I, I need another sport. Do it. I, I figured out that it. I like following basketball via podcast, but not actually watching it, which can't be good. No, it's an unwatchable sport until the last two minutes of the game. Yeah, right? it's if really it's a five-point game or less, but, then it's probably one of the best sports to watch. If it's any other outcome, fucking kill me. So so since we last potted, there's been a lot that's gone on. I can't even, like, figure out where we potted from and how many games happened. There's games in hand. There's hands in my pants. There's games everywhere. So what I did was I did a little bit of notes for every team based on their order. So we're going to go top to bottom. Uh, this is the table. And then a little blurb on every team. I'll do the first five i'll do the first four and then you can take over for tottenham all right let's do it that way you got okay. the notes up all right let's do it okay so i got the notes manchester, yeah manchester united 
They're top of the league after they beat Burnley right after we potted last I just, week. Can you say that one more time for me? Manchester United. Can you say that one more time for me? Top of the league. There okay. you go. Top of the league. There you have a two-point lead over uh, – and they, they're top of the league. And they're still – no one believes that this team is winning the league. So there's been some good conversations there. Number two are our new, 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 new uh, contenders and champions elect of Manchester City. You said it a month ago. Hey. I didn't believe you. I didn't believe you. I, I will admit I was pep out early in the year, but City are now contenders again. They're not giving up goals. They're coming back. They've slightly they've changed the way they play and that they went back to the way they used to play in that they someone figured out that Gundogan can actually be David Silva. So they figured it out. They're like, oh, just do what he used to do. Right. Oh, all right. And now it works. New boss. That's funny. Listen, um, <laughs> new boss, same as the old boss, right? Like, right. hold on. Let's let's explore that a little bit more, right? Like, again, second, two points behind um, Man United for top of the league. They have a game in hand and it's Villa. And we'll get to Villa in a second. That's not a walkover. No, in that game, they, they are currently table leaders. <laughs> Right, right, right. But the but listen, they've got the best goal difference in the league, tied with Spurs and Liverpool, ironically. But, but I mean, look, you win one more game, you're at 18 games, just like everybody else. You have the most points and the best goal difference. Oh, does that sound like Manchester City to you? It sounds a lot like fucking Manchester City to me. Here's the, the same Here's fucking. The I know that they've gone through transformations. Well, well let, let, let's speed through this so that I, I want to talk about my team later on. Leicester are back in the conversation. I don't trust them. Okay. Anytime they play a big game, they get killed. So when they play City again, City's going to be like, oh, you guys beat us 5-2? We suck then. We're going to kick you in the dicks. Liverpool are floundering. They can't score. And I have a discussion on that. And on to you, starting at under five, tell us about what's happening with Spurs. Okay, very, very impressive win this weekend over Sheffield United. You know the team that has one win in 19 games. So everybody has, and this is the problem. They are not. This is the problem with, again, the shifting of narrative, 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 right? Like, so five days ago, Tottenham is winning one nothing against Fulham, who is 18th in the table currently. In the half, they start to bunker back down. And I look at everybody in the world who will listen to me and I go, Mm-mm-mm. here we go again. This is the fifth time that Spurs have dropped points in the second half of the game, nearly close to the last 10 minutes. Fulham get an equalizer. Spurs go gas, gas, gas. Can't get the winner, and they drop points. They now did, they did it have needs a, to be like said. A three and a half expected goals for that game. Like this is this is the thing. I had a bit of a hissy fit after that game because I was like, I just can't fucking do this shit anymore, right? Like uh, Fulham, uh, Palace, Wolves, all bottom half of the table teams who you drop points from a winning position over, right? Don't even get me started on the West Ham game. So. That right there is eight points. That would have, by the way, put you top of the table if you had not closed all those games out. The problem is that Mourinho's style is working. You alluded to the expected goals. Hyunming Sun, I love him, right? You, you cannot He's lay any blame way over expectations, for, but still, that's fine. Yes, and it's and it started to regress in that game specifically, okay? In our fantasy league, we have a, a stat called BCMs, big chances missed, right? He had four of them. Yes. Dude, I have guys on my team who don't have four all season. So he had four BCMs in one game. Kane had a BCM. So, and, and I forget who had, a, there was six for the team in total. Yeah. Basically mm-hmm. what a BCM effectively is, is a sitter, a goal that you really, really should be having. Right. Yeah. Sun four, Kane one. I, I, it doesn't matter. 
that game should have been four, five, nothing. Yeah. Uh, and but actually, I, Fulham I still, I still a few think Spurs early. are there or thereabout. I mean, you could make the argument to me, I, I'm not even being funny when I talk about Liverpool could finish out of the top four easy, easily. It's that's and that's the thing, right? And like, I think with the, the conversation, I it probably ends here. Chelsea would have something to say about it. Everton, let's, probably let's keep doesn't. going, let's keep going, let's talk about Everton. Yeah, let's go and we'll double back, we'll double back. Yeah, so, so Everton, so what do you got for Everton? Qu- quietly bleeding wolves, still doing their thing, methodical. They had a little blip, they went defensive, but they're still lurking. Like, Ancelotti still has them working. That beat they that beating wolves is a thing. Chelsea are really sputtering badly. Uh, I think Lampard's getting shown a little bit. Like, it's big boy pants time to try and figure out how to get all these guys to play. You talked about it. They didn't need these players, but I don't think he has the – he doesn't have the managerial gravitas to be like, I don't care if we bought these players. They're not playing, right? And that's the difficult thing to do. He feels that way with one player, with Mount, who saved his ass because – I watched the Fulham game. Fulham was playing well and probably w- might have earned a draw until they got a red card. Southampton have slid a little bit. They're still playing hard. They lost to to Leicester 2-0. A good win because it was really 1-0 and you know, and two really good goals. Uh, Madison top top bins from the corner. One of those the only place you can score it is shooting it high. I think that's a goal that's similar in hockey. Like when you shoot it high above the shoulder. That yep. shot from a oh, yeah. tight angle. He so talked about shot. it a little bit. Um, yeah, he did. He talked about it in the press conference, which, by the awesome. way, that was one of the most impressive press conferences. It sounded like he was with his mates at the club, yeah, right? Was he so was good. just chatting about the, yeah. the game. And so what? one of the things he said specifically about that goal was he's – I think he said his dad, when he was younger, he said if when you're in tight on the short post like that, shoot for the roof of the net because it's the only place that the, the goal funny, really The funnier defend. part about it was but, he, he specifically mentioned Arsenal's – or Chauvin as the guy who did it. Yes. <laughs> Just even that's right. That's right. Because that and, guy and was he a said legend to the reporter, for sucking. He's like, yeah. he goes, you might not remember. Like the reporter wasn't twice his age. <laughs> yeah. And the you reporter looked at him like, you're lot? like fucking. And, yeah, you're 12. You know who scores that yeah, guy? Right, that yeah, is the Aguero good. goal. That is the patented Aguero that's goal. That's correct. Yeah, that he is does correct. that goal yeah. all the time. Uh, West Ham keep yeah. finding results. More one nils. They're full moys. They're unstoppable. I don't ever want to play West Ham. And City, I think, already had a draw. You had a draw with them. They're tough. It's not your mother's West Ham. Uh, Suchek is, you know, signing oh, of the season he's almost. He's fantastic. And when, they, when they're firing, they're not fun to play. They still probably have you – know, still still not getting Ben Rama involved as much. But that's not the type of player that Nemoyes will play. That's disappointing. Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. In the form table that we is look at – they're unbeaten in, in their last five with four wins. They had a good win today. Uh, we can get to Newcastle. Newcastle are terrible, but they're starting to play well. They needed Willian to get injured so that Arteta wouldn't play him. Once they didn't play him, they figured out they should play Smith Rowe and Saka all the time. Aubameyang scored two goals. They're playing well. Uh, on to Ar- uh, Aston Villa, who look bad because they're now 11th in the table. They haven't played wow. in a month. When you look at... <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, so real quick, I was going to bring up the fact that Arsenal had played one more game than everybody. Arsenal are officially at the halfway point. Yes. Everybody else is either 18 or 17 games, except for Villa. Aston Villa, 15. They have <laughs> they four have games in hand. Four games Arsenal. in hand. <laughs> three so, on pretty much every – three or two on everybody above them. Yeah. So if you say three games, right, nine points, if you win all those three. Now, granted, one of those is against Manchester City, so They fine. will not win But if game. you give them nine points – I understand – 
But if you give them the nine points and you give them 18 games played, they are currently second in the table. Wow. I, I so, would expect, I mean, we can probably Man assume their, their points per game, they're probably at around one and a half or 1.7. So we can, probably... I would agree. I would say they're probably, I think they get, I think they get six of those nine, right? Yeah. Like, I think they lose to city. They, they pick up the other two wins. Maybe they draw one. So it's a, it's probably a, a likely four, a, a potential six. Yeah. Right. So, so and then our, my, my, then my they're, favorite, they're seventh, my favorite team leads uh, lost some of their shine. They dropped two on mm. a bounce. They don't look so sparkly. The old bugaboos of Bielsa teams coming through. Are they tired? One of the things that happened with Leeds, because I watched the broadcast because it was Brighton versus Leeds. I mean, it was like my, my, personal hipster masturbation patrol um <laughs> it was like my blackened uh had to watch it uh <laughs> um but uh they came they won something like 10 of 11 after the restart so they got a boost because they got to get to rest and then come back and win the division so yeah. they may be running out of gas they need more players because he also plays the same 11 guys over and over and over and over and over again. So this has this, happened. There's a reason the why Alexis Sanchez almost died is because he was playing for Chile, playing all the time under Bielsa. <laughs> yeah, is there a um, is there a team that's more affected by the schedule than Leeds? Right? Maybe when, when, it's crazy when you talk about Liverpool and City and Tottenham and all these fucking games. They don't have they don't have injuries though. They're just playing a lot. They don't. Yeah, but exactly. So the thing is, is that whereas all those teams have had injuries and they've been forced to go into like the the understudies and the second team and all that, they just play. Leeds they basically hasn't. Yeah, Leeds they just running them into guys. the ground. Yeah, you'd almost, you'd almost. It sounds horrible, but you'd almost say that they might be better off, especially Bamford, if one or two guys went down because then you get fresh legs in the well, team. Think about it. Think right? about what happened to and how Pochettino played Spurs in like that last 18 months when you were like, Erickson's oh, gone. He was going to call me like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but he would play them. Gone. Right. Erickson, you just had to play, right. They had that whole, that whole no transfer yeah. window season and the team was running to the ground. And the only thing that saved them weirdly was the fact that they made it to the champions league final. Like they could well, get up for those games. No, but you know what I mean? But you know what I mean? Like that, that back yeah. half of that last season before the season that he failed, before they got fucking yeah. can last season, before last season, they were fading badly, right? Oh God. They had the worst, oh, I think the worst away form in the Premier League from that right. January to the end of the season. Like yeah, and they were right team. there and then they just disappeared. Right. Right. Exactly. So, and you're um, absolutely right because they were shot and they were like, we can we can charge up for the Champions League games. And we're gonna blow it against fucking everybody. <laughs> right. They need. They need. They didn't. And they didn't have a Hoiberg, who's like a fucking legend yeah. now. I fucking love. That right. Guy. Right. Uh, you have to talk about the Ndombele goal, but later. Palace don't care. They're still moving. They'll be around. No Zaha. No party. City just whooped them. Uh, Wolves really yeah. sinking. This is the first time hey. I think Nuno has had a problem. They're not scoring. They're not keeping clean sheets anymore. Uh, they're getting nothing from Triore. You know, a couple games is a blip for someone like Wolves, but now they're really starting to sink. They need Jimenez back. They need a Diego Costa. I don't know where that rumor came from. It never oh. came to fruition, but they need somebody to play striker. Well, so here's the thing. Uh, Daniel Potence has been out, and I think that oh, he has, honestly, he's been, listen, you can lose one. They had a great attacking band, right? They have Jota. They, only, they I'm played sorry, 11 they, guys, uh, they and that's it. 
<laughs> right. But they have, so they have Neto, they have Jimenez, they have Potence in a very potent front three. You lose Jimenez and you're like, ah, oh, shit. Okay. Fabio Silva comes in. Even if he's not scoring goals, he's still doing a job. Like for like, yeah. Okay. And then Potence goes down and everybody looks at Neto and they're like, uh, all on you now, kid. He's only 20 years old too, by the way. Yeah. So yeah. I think that they're suffering from a few different things, but also, by the way, game of the week, right? West Brom Wolves, which is a derby, which I actually didn't know before I turned in. <laughs> yeah. um, wow. Yeah, they went uh, at it was it. kind of a it was an early it. game. As yeah, a but shock penalties, system, and it was the only watchable game. The only yeah, watchable they, game all the this last week. Yeah. They're um, terrible. And, yeah, we go, we go into terrible. Newcastle are 15th. They kind of have the same points as Rafa, but this team's quitting. They're disappearing. Yeah. Um, I, I put a note in here to really miss St. Maximum. They haven't won a game since he went down. He's now on month two of COVID. So he really got hit hard. Wow. Uh, yeah. So he's just back to training. And he's such a fun player. If you've ever watched him play, he's all over the place. <laughs> Stepovers so and midfield. I will not uh, try to compare myself to a professional soccer player who's basically a world-class sprinter. But – I don't know for sure that I had the the COVID, but I had something bad, like uh, <laughs> like right around Christmas, okay, yeah, uh, right like New Year's. I went to try and exercise last week, a good week after I was like feeling better, and my lungs were trying to secede from the union. They're like, "Fuck yeah. this, we're done." I'm like, "Dude, I ran a yeah." So there was an in, there was an insurrection in Capital Mike's body. Yes, there was. There was the fucking so, horn guy. The horn guy was there, and he was trying that's, to poke right. out of your chest. That's right. He, I mean, the face paint, everything. I ever no, seen. Fantastic, from, fantastic. Yeah. But so uh, uh, these guys are—they're they're so dependent on their their fitness and their their respiratory. You know, like just I guess, and to be able to not be able to do that and maintain it, it very quickly falls off. Yeah, it's going to take then, ages. It's not going to be yeah. back until. God exactly. Knows. I'm sure he's fine, but I bet you that it's probably more to do with getting him back to speed yeah, than anything. For and 15 it's minutes when you're close. Anyway, um, yeah, so man. Brighton got a big, big win against Leeds. Huge. Leeds were bad. Huge. Uh, Brighton got it done, uh, but they're still doing the same thing. They still have that. We play football. We can't finish. Burnley are the other way. They look like shit constantly, and they are shit. Uh, they're just huffing ho- long balls. They're out of the relegation zone, so they're they're in 17th, four points ahead of Fulham. Fulham have been playing well, getting draws, which is nice to stay out of the relegation, but it's hard to make a jump. You know, yeah. you know, they have like four draws. I'd rather have the two wins and you know, and the three losses. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, Burnley did have a tough little stretch of it, right? But like, yeah, yeah, I mean, but but nobody's gonna cry for Burnley. Yeah, I, I don't think. I think we'd all like to see less of Burnley. <laughs> Can you just fuck off now? Oh God! Uh, <laughs> but uh, they yes. got—they have an owner, so we'll see what that means. I'd love to see Dice actually just... try and play. That would be nice. Um, so that uh, should be interesting. You're not going to see that till next season, though, right? Like, there's no way that they're they going to get they enough funds that and enough players, buy, right? They could they could try and do that one buy just to keep keep them on side, like just some yeah, window. Yeah, I think I think in. the goal this season. Especially with the new ownership, right? They're just just stay get me, stay in the Premier League. They're just stay going. in the Premier League. Yeah. And then we'll we'll see better than West Brom. what type of Sean Dyche we see. It's really only two spots because there's no way Sheffield's right. coming back into it. It's, uh, it's, Fulham, it's three teams for me. Yeah, it's, yeah but, but, Fulham, but Fulham, Fulham don't look like a relegation team now. No, not at they all. Did. And they're likable. 
yeah, they did look like one, but they don't yes, now. Uh, West Bromwich, they got a weird win that we, like you said, it was a, it was a battle, but they're still, their whole team is designed to play attacking football. And that's not how Allardyce wants to play. He's already bringing in his fucking schnooks. So Robert Snodgrass has moved there. Uh, I'm sure we'll see some other shit birds from the Allardyce uh, tree. Um, so yeah. we'll see what happens there. And then Sheffield got their first win, uh, but they're completely fucked. As much as yeah. I like Wilder, and we've talked about him a lot, but you know, you really notice. Like I think this is the season for me where I really come to appreciate good goalkeeping. Like Ramsdale is not good. He's not who they had. Well, what was the guy's name? Who's that United? I can't remember his name. Uh, Dean Henderson. Yeah, he's not Dean Henderson. He's not close to Dean Henderson. No, and you can and, see and- it. He flails every single goal you see that goes in. It looks like he did something that someone else might have done, right? Like, so he's not bad. He's just not good. Here's a bit of a hot take for you. I don't know that this is, I'm not saying that this is the only reason that one is where they are and the other is where they are. Aston Villa has got arguably the best goaltender in the league, right? He um, feels it when you watch them. He feels Emmy Martinez. Doesn't it feel like Emmy Martinez takes points away from the opposition? Not so much yeah. that he wins them from his team, but he's like, you're not getting three today. Or, or whatever. And then Jackie Grealish uh, goes and does something and wins a game, and he's fucking phenomenal. He's but the so number that, one creator. The combination, right. The combination of the two is why they're currently mid-table and not fighting a relegation battle, which some of us here thought that might have been possible at the beginning of the season. They did last year. They did, right, right exactly. So right. it wasn't far-fetched. They're, they're outperforming, like we mentioned. They're already three, four games behind everybody uh, as far as played, not, not points. But Sheffield United hasn't they don't have that Grealish. They don't have that Watkins. They, they didn't make good business. Ryan Brewster's kind of not working out for them. And we're also, they don't have, like you said, the Dean Henderson anymore. So that's where Sheffield United was, was flirting with mid table last year. Right. So yeah. um, again, it's a bit of a hot take and it's a, you gotta have to kind of squint to see it, but there's a big, I think that's one of the big differences in storylines in the season, right? Like Aston Villa has got an, not just competent, capable, phenomenal goaltending and, and Sheffield United. And he may, and it may be a form thing. Like I don't, I'm not like a goalkeeping expert. It just might be that Martinez having the time at Arsenal comes in, he's on form, he's playing well, he's big, he's strong. You know, they're not trying to make him do too much to make him look bad. Yeah. Um, Mings has been good. And all of a sudden they have a defense and we right. saw what happened with Allison. And and earlier Ederson, you get that good goalkeeper. Your fucking team completely changes. You're like all of a sudden everybody breathes. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. immense. Anyway, so that's the table, right? We just went through it really quick. Ten days. Ba 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 ba. So one thing that was really interesting that came out of the the nil nil from Liverpool is Daggy Danny Higginbotham, who I had known who he was. He's now working with the NBC SN team as a color announced color a studio guy. He was an announcer. He would work with Mountain Tyler. He moved from England. He got the job to be the Philadelphia Union's color guy. So this is a guy from England, uh, played in the Premier League, a United thing. He's now in, and he's actually providing much better analysis than Robbie Earl and Robbie Musto. I think he's just new and he's just doing his thing and he's smart and that's how he got to where he is. But one of the things he said that was really interesting, they're just like, oh, how come Rebecca Lowe asking this sort of general question? Hey, how come Salah, Mane, and Firmino aren't scoring? And guys just talk about those individual players. And he's the only one who's like, because the defense isn't playing the way it should be. So his point was, without 
Gomez and without Van Dyke. They can't play a high line. So the distances are different. The ball that comes from defense to midfield is further away. The teams need have the defensive teams have more time after turnovers to get set. And that's why Liverpool can't score. And so, this is goes to the bigger point of just like when teams aren't doing what they used to do, it's never one thing. It's always yeah. there's a chain reaction of shit that fucks up. Like, you know, right now, you know, Fabinho's got to play defense for Liverpool with Henderson. That means they're not in the midfield. That means they're not getting the pass out of the back to turn and make the pass to Alexander Arnold quickly enough to cross it early to a run that Mane makes. If it's three seconds slower, the opportunity is gone. It's an eternity. Yeah. Yeah. I totally so agree. Uh, um... and, and that's what's, and it goes back to City as well. Like, City are literally only different from what they were, you know, the first month of the season. They were slow. They've literally changed on fractions of time changing. Yep. Right? Just having Gundogan moving 10 steps forward and and Cancelo coming in infield three more times a game. It's completely changed the offense. The whole thing takes off. And then so, they get confidence not giving up goals. The whole thing starts working. The engine moves and it's gone. It's, I completely agree. Yeah. My question, I'm going to take it one step further back, right? When you were listening to Danny Higginbotham talk, did you have that, oh, kind of moment? Were you yeah, like, I mean, I, I, I knew that intrinsically, but I was just happy he said it. Thank you. you get, okay. Because you get this sort of like, oh, it has to be Firmino's not doing something right. Or this is like, it's always localized, the idea of like the strike verse, yeah, 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 the yeah. midfield, and the defense, when sure. it's really a, an entire unit. It's a collective. You've said it a right. hundred times on this show. You're only as good as your worst player. Right. That's how soccer is. Yes. Weakest link. And fine. But what I'm looking at is, is, and we, we talked about it. I don't even remember anymore what show, but the narrative and all that stuff, it's just talking points. It's, it's not, it's, it's shit that we're watching this game for a, f- a handful of years. And we're like, we sound like we're in the back of a, bu- a pub, just like bullshitting and saying, yeah. Oh, you know, like Salah missed the fucking sitter and blah, blah, blah. Listen, why am I listening to you, talking head, getting paid to analyze this game, giving me fuck all that I don't already know, right? It's and bizarre. why is, more importantly, why is on American coverage of an English sport, <laughs> why is Danny Higginbotham better than anybody on Sky Sports, better than yeah. anybody uh, anywhere, right? Like, like Maybe that's why he left. Maybe yeah. he was like, Maybe. you know what? They locked. The, I can't. They they want to talk about. Oh, he's playing with confidence now. What the fuck does that mean? That, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> I'll give you another. It might a, not. A, it might not be bullshit, but it can't be the reason for everything. It's yeah. It can't be the number one answer all the time. Uh, we'll go back to hockey for two seconds. The NBC uh, hockey coverage is boilerplate and boring and shitty ex players and not that like. But they're not like they're not all there right they're not intelligent players they're just guys who were fucking getting a paycheck and, and their agent got them hooked up with this gig whereas yeah. if you turn on sportsnet in canada which i have and it is delightful you've got kevin bieksa former uh vancouver canucks defenseman you've got anthony stewart uh you've got elliot freeman who's the number one insider and and brian burke a former gm all on a panel and they're sitting there and Kevin Bieksa, instead of saying, oh, gosh, look at that shot. It went off the post and in. Kevin Bieksa is like, no, idiot. Go back to the defensive zone. Look at the breakout pass. Then you see you see the pass go left. It's you see more, the winger. Yeah, you see the right more, winger come cutting more the through. unit, right? 
Exactly. The same thing Higginbotham's doing. Right. Yeah. And I sit there and I go, this is light years better than the shit that where the American fans are watching. Like what the fuck? The problem I have is, and actually in this case, it's in the right spot, right? And it's the Canadian coverage. Why is there a, like such a premium on intelligence in the analyst industry? The fuck are you doing now? Robbie Musto and Robbie Earl are actually great on camera. I love them. I love listening. Yeah, I to feel. Them. I think. I think the thing that that you and I have a pro, that most people just want to feel good and it and it's fine and it it doesn't really matter. Like right. we're hardcore, right? We want to know more than that. And I think most people are just pleased with their casuals. They just watch the game. They they repeat what people say. Blah blah blah. I do want to see more. I do want to know. Like there are YouTubers out there that fucking break down passing lanes. Yeah. This is what they did here. And when they do the breakouts, I mean, when, you know, that stuff's good. And that's what Carragher and, and Neville do a little bit more often. Somewhat. But, but, but you, but, but we're not getting this. And I know that this is what's happening. There's a producer that tells them they have to talk about Man United. There's a producer that tells them they have to talk about Arsenal. They yeah, do the segments. They're just like, all right, I guess we got to fucking do that. Like you right. can, that's why, as much as you don't like Craig Burley, I love Craig Burley because he complains about the sausage. He's like, <laughs> we're fucking doing this again. We're doing Messi Ronaldo. Who's the greatest of all time. Are we really doing this? Yeah. Again. Well, I mean, that's everything ESPN now, right? But like, <laughs> but, but still like, he doesn't want to do it. At least he's, he's like, oh, that. for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. You know what? All right. Burley's got some points in my book, then that's fine. I mean, listen, he's good. I I know he pisses you off. He's good because he's so fucking grumpy that he's been. He reminds me of Keith Hernandez. Like, Keith Hernandez will be doing Met games and he's just like, oh my God, we're going to extra innings. (laughs) This 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 Met team is terrible. And I have to stay for it. You'll have Ron minutes. Darling and Keith Hernandez not just throwing it back to the 80s and talking about crazy shit that happened, but they'll no. Ron Darling will be like, look at the fucking way his front foot is landing when he pitches. Yeah. And it's changing the spin on his curveball or whatever, right? Like shit where you're like, oh my God, you're a ma- former major league baseball player. And I can tell. Yeah. Right? Like, well, that's the one thing. That's the thing that I always have the beef with the Yankees. The Yankees <laughs> fucking announcers are awful. You can't hide from them. Right, no. like I hate Sterling, I hate Paul O'Neill and Cone. Oh, I, see, I They're love all O'Neal. terrible. The only thing that I love about O'Neill and Cone is that when O'Neill will kind of do like a nudge, nudge. Hey, Cone, remember, yeah. remember when you were a, a total booze hound? Like, <laughs> hey, hey, Cone, uh, you, uh, yeah, remember that game? Yeah, you seemed to roll in about ten minutes before first pitch. What happened the <laughs> night before, Cone? Like, yeah, he's like, I was hanging like, out no with David Wells. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. No, what I'd love is that's why Pedro's so good, right? Pedro's just like awesome. he's great. He's like, holy fuck. There's a lot of good like nerds. You know who's great when he's when he's in studio, not when he's at a game. Alex Rodriguez, he's a nerd. He's so good. Watching him and Frank Thomas talking about hitting in the Fox yeah. like studio. Yeah. They were good. Oh my I God, think it's pornographic. Worse, I think they, they yeah. slowed down again. Well, because they started to try and like become like TV like, guys. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. They, they just, well, I mean, that's, just that's, that's, the, that's the, I mean, to go to another sport, that's the wonder. That's why Romo came in off the fucking bench. Yes. Did one season and got a $20 million a year contract. Exactly. Why he didn't was we talk calling about plays. Tony Rome. Well, yes. Listen, and I don't need I don't need it in real time. I'm talking about you have the advantage of seeing what happened and telling me at a deeper level what actually happened. Tony Romo was doing that in real time, right? Like, yeah. so Tony Romo is like the gold, silver, and bronze, and yeah. everybody else, like in in like the ski race in the Olympics, like hit a fucking tree, 
yeah. right? Like just so, awesome. and then he lost it. Like the the there was a play yesterday. He lost his fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he was like, I can't believe this. This was done. Like they went on fourth down. They went to the shotgun and threw it, which is yeah. insane. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah, so that's that's my problem, and it's it's. Like I mentioned, it, it it transcends uh soccer, American sports, English sport, whatever. But like the thing that, there has that bothers to, me is, the most, Mike, there has to be a reason that I think a lot of people know that announcing can be better. I think the problem is is most people think they want it that way until you actually get the nerdy stuff. And right. then you're just like, Can you stop? Like I remember, you know, like we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, Brian Kenny, you're just like Stop. But we You're- don't need we don't need everybody redefining the game with fucking new stats you made up two weeks ago. What I'm saying is break down the play. Show me why it happened, not what happened, why it happened. Yeah. Right. And well, I mean soccer can't have me. it in real the problem with soccer is you can't really do it in real time. No, but there's right? a fucking halftime after, show. It have to be after, yeah. Yeah, of course. That's fine. But the I think the the thing that bothers me that I can't get past specifically in the English Premier League. Is that in the U.S. we settle for whatever we can get because there's five, six sports. I've said this a bunch of times, but it's the only game in town. Quite fucking literally, yeah. there are no casuals. I mean, there are, but they're not watching, right? No. Like that. Is, listen, you're gonna tell me that anywhere under 95% of English Premier League club affiliated fans are casuals? No fucking chance. Right? Yeah, they're all hardcore. The Anyone problem watching now, the they're problem, not going, oh, I'll just watch it. Oh, no, this game's on. I'll just watch it. Exactly right. They have a rooting interest in every single game because of how it affects their club. Now, when you think about it, you go, okay, if I'm watching the game and I'm talking about, if I'm the, the talking head and I'm talking about United and I'm talking about Arsenal and I'm talking about Chelsea because my producer tells me to, organically, we, be, we, we get beholden to these narratives, right? Yeah. Um, oh, United's a mess. Ole out. Blah 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 blah. Frank Frank's not a good coach. Isn't that? Instead of being like, actually, Frank needs to grow a pair of fucking balls. Keep Giroud in the lineup. Sit everybody else. Figure it out. And then here's what because here's why, right? Yeah. What Giroud does, and he opens up the. I'm making this all up, right? But no, like, but but the thing is, you don't get that, right? You hear right? the term. He holds up the ball and runners run off him. Okay, what does that look like? Right. Because I don't know. <laughs> right exactly and, and yeah and so you, there's there's an outward refusal to go deeper but it's because you've got these united arsenal chelsea talking points that all of a sudden united arsenal chelsea fans start being like oh you fucking hate our team blah 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 uh, you got Tottenham that. fans they don't you know, hate your team okay i know but you, they and don't you got care Tottenham fans going you never fucking talk about us this and that blah 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 blah, blah. and it, uh, the old arsenal fucking you know th- that oh god Venger oh, they're, out they're a just, mess. This and Venger that. out was just constant. It was for four years. More. Show me why they're not doing well. That's that's the. Yeah, the but thing. it's always just they need more steel. The funny thing is when they say they need more steel and everyone knows it, and then they get a player that has more steel, and you're like, oh, I guess they needed more steel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, but, but, like, like right. Hoiberg, right? Like that's Hoiberg. Exactly what, exactly. What, what, what does Spurs need? Oh, right, they needed more. They steel. needed Hoiberg, but you know what they needed? <laughs> They needed a guy who's going to sit in front of the back four, who's going to defend a little bit more. Oh, you mean like, I don't know, N'Golo Conte for Chelsea? Like, oh, is that what they need? Like, Wilfred and Didi? Like, is that what they need? Yeah, they fucking need that guy. So when you start to say it, right, they'll never yeah. do this because of their different skin colors ever, by the way. But like, I'll compare they, them to the two players. Yeah. Yeah, right. But like, think about it, right? Like, show me something from N'Golo Conte from the 2016 season and then show me something that 
Pierre uh, Emmerich Emil Hoiber, excuse me, uh, does this season. I bet you there's a lot of shit that looks a lot like. Well, they play the. It'll be it would be different because it'd be different. But Hoiberg the, plays the two. And I'm not sitting here saying I should be the talking head. I'm saying these motherfuckers need to find that shit because it's. Well, they it would exists. never compare those two because they literally don't look. They look. That's the point. They look completely it's, different. That's like, the point. Actually, <laughs> well, fine, but that's the point. They're only and and this is not. This is true of all sports. And actually, the show, the league had a great bit about this where like um, every white wide receiver in the NFL is scrappy and every Spanish player is a firecracker and every black oh guy God. is a class act. Right. And actually it's, it's true. And you can hear it in some announcers. Yeah, it's still brutal. Like, <laughs> right? but so, but they, but, and they only compare one race yeah. to another. Yeah. Right. Whereas you just no compare the position to the position or the way they play. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Speaking we should, of black we get... players, <laughs> I would should... like to talk about Tangy and Dombele for a second. Oh, okay. oh you want to talk about shit. the goal? <laughs> All right. Let me just say something. He did not try to score. Okay. Fred. Yes, he did, dude. No, I didn't. Um, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't... I'm not taking anything away from him. He is an absolute like luxury vehicle in yeah. an otherwise shitbox. He's, he's what you wanted. He's <laughs> Musa Dembele. Yes, I've said that. Yeah, but he's like – it, it, you know what's interesting? He's been on the team for almost two full seasons now. It is the second time he's played 90 minutes, including Europa League, including everything. Really? Like, yes. Oh second God. time. So well, the first season, Mourinho wouldn't play him. He right. was hurt a lot. Yep, that's correct. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit. So no, he, I know. I mean, but like, they were like in the park in, in fucking Hyde Park practicing together. That's right. Was, during that was, uh, during lockdown, all. they got in trouble for that. <laughs> But we're halfway through the season, right? 18 games almost, in. Almost. I feel like next week we should probably do the real happy, sure. happy. Sure, but sure, let's, sure. let's but like, look. We've got games, dude. We have games. Oh, dude. my God. More. More. Do it again. Not stopping. I can't. Run it again. again. Oh, my God. There's so many games. It just doesn't stop. Uh, so, tomorrow, 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 West Ham, West Brom, both in the West, but nowhere near each other. They're just west <laughs> of the city that they're in. Actually, right. no. West Ham is in East London. It's just west of East Ham. Uh, when when I stayed in <laughs> West London, I I'm still confused. I'm like, I was like, what the fuck? What like, is oh, it? West, west Ham? Of? Yeah, my like, West Ham is probably around here somewhere. No, no, and, like, no. I said that to a local, and I almost got hit. Like, <laughs> I don't know. West Ham is in East London. Yeah. Uh, west Brom is uh, in a different city. Uh, called not called Bromwich, but but Birmingham. So uh, and Albion is just a nickname of England. Don't ask all these fucking questions. There's lots of Albions everywhere. Nobody did. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just saying that they're bizarre. Leicester, Chelsea. That's a big fucking game. A big one. I think Chelsea need this more than Leicester. I don't think Leicester can lose this, and everyone go, "Oh, Leicester, you lost." If if Leicester at home put the smack on Chelsea, that's fucking, that's, that's lame part out. Like, I think this is a, this is a cage Mac. This is loser goes home. Um, I don't, I <laughs> not still for Leicester, see, but for Chelsea. Yeah, no, I know. I still don't see a scenario where Frank doesn't see the end of the year. I mean, you I, think I, he, I, you think no matter what, he'll make it to the end. Bullshit. No way. They'll fire his ass. I think that um, Roman Abramovich has loyalty to no one, but if there First of all, ever... he's not in London. They don't let him in because they'll take all his money. He's That's in right. Israel and probably has not been to a Chelsea game in 18 months. You think he's not paying attention? I think I... that he's more worried about getting poisoned by Putin. Uh, that's possible, but I think he's <laughs> – listen, I think he's currently 
the closest we have to a modern day Steinbrenner, which uh, taking Steve Cohen aside for a second, um, because like he's dirty as fuck. He's he's crazy. Right. So with that in mind, if there's ever any person who has the benefit of the doubt with Abramovich, it's Frank Lampard. Yeah, maybe. And to be clear, he gave him the job too soon. Right. So I think he gets this season. And I think he starts next season and he's yeah, but if they start, if they start up. falling, if they lose this and now that means they've lost, you know, I mean, it, it would have, if they start slipping down into the 10 range, a couple more losses, like they're, they haven't been killed is the thing, right? They yeah. just seem to be losing. If they get rocked, then it, then it's trouble. So, okay. Uh, they, I mean, they've got a, a, you know, an okay schedule after this, they've got wolves. Um, and then they've got Burnley. You, you need three from Burnley. And they usually do take care of business with Burnley. Um, well, I don't know. Wolves are, are playing really Wolves badly. But question, that's a game you should win right now. And then they come, uh, they come to White Hart Lane on February 3rd, which is only two weeks away, which is nuts. So, <laughs> so you know what? I mean, look, you, we could be – they lose tomorrow, and they don't get six points from Wolves and Burnley. And then they come back into uh, – Are you, you know, talking about Leicester or Chelsea? Chelsea, sorry. They lose They lose to Leicester. They don't get six points. So some combination of not six points from, from Wolves and Burnley. And then they, they, you know, if they lose it at Tottenham two weeks from now, that's a potential like, hey, that seat's fucking white hot on your ass right now. Yeah. And then on Wednesday, so we'll, we'll pot again on Thursday. But until then, we'll have City versus Villa, which is a really, really good game. I don't know what version of Villa is going to show up. No clue. We I haven't seen them in a month and a half. I don't know who's available. I don't know how their quarantine is working. I don't know what their outbreak was like. So it could be that City just gets a very easy game. Uh, Possibly. At home, this will be a tough game. City tend to play well against teams that want to play. So if Villa tries to come out and play, they're going to get killed. Which I they have only a have lot one of, speed. I have a lot of confidence in my team now. They have been so solid. Like there he is. having defensive solidity is just a completely different animal to, to being high scoring, but able to get scored on on the break. January 18th, folks, for those that listen to the show, I see you. January 18th is the first time in the 2020, 2021 <laughs> season that Laurent Cortines Manchester city fan was confident in Manchester city. I, I, I understand. And if you listen to it, us by now, you understand that he's a self-loathing piece of shit, but my goodness, man, my personality you're is the last is, one. Is at how the party. I feel is how I feel about my team. Like, I know you're the last fantastic. one. At the party, but you're I'm, not, I'm the worst. Listen, if you were in fact, a Brighton fan, you'd be actually, you should be you perfect. You're perfect for a Brighton fan <laughs> games. You should win. You're not going to win. You know what? You're welcome I, I on the Tottenham bandwagon. Know. I, Come hate, to think of it. I, I just, I'm just the worst. I, I need to, I need to, I really should have been an Everton fan and I should just be Roger Bennett. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I can see I'm, that. I'm, Listen, in, like six inside or seven me is a bald Jewish man from England. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then by Wednesday, Fulham, Man United, this is Fulham at home. Man United still do. They, they fail to, they the fail to, they just like, I don't know. Yes. No, I, I guess don't trust this team at all. The fact that they've won nine in a row, blah, 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 blah. This team lives on moments and penalties. Like, well, there's no way that they play. You, They don't dominate games. They don't put pressure on teams. You don't ever feel like, oh, they're on top of a team and they're banging it around and trying to probe. They Things just fucking happen. It's like, 
we have good players. They're going to go play. And if we win, it's because they did good things once in a while. Well, and let's be clear about something. Believe There is one singular reason why you can attribute them being at the top of the table right now and not third, fourth, fifth, whatever. It's It's because it's, well, sure. But also they didn't let Manchester City and Liverpool get three points from them, right? They played boring fucking not to lose football and they didn't lose. City did too against. City did too. That's fair. And I don't know that... I don't know what I would call that Liverpool game aside from I'm going to fucking punch somebody. If they tell me if they demand that it's the biggest rivalry in England, because that game fucking stunk out loud, but, um, yeah, but there's no fans. That's, that's, yeah, that's where you lose. It. I know, it I know. but like, but still, okay. They didn't lose against city and Liverpool. That's, that's big, huge. That's fucking big. Right. Yeah, and they're going to have to do it again at some point at the end of the season. But that is currently why they're number one. I, I get Bruno. I get the penalties. I get all that shit. The, otherwise, if they lose either of those two games, they're not first, and whoever beats them is. So, well, D- Danny Higginbotham has has this line. He's like, "Whoever finishes ahead of City will win the league." That's correct. I right? totally in, agree. unless unless City wins the in, unless it's no one in unless it's no one City. in which case yeah. oh, all right. Listen, <laughs> I actually in in our season previews, and we'll talk about it this probably more next time. I had. City one, United two, Liverpool three. I, oh, I'm I not kidding. I know, I know. And then, and then Liverpool play Burnley. No longer a gimme. <laughs> like, Jesus, they we'll might see. not score. We'll see. So, we'll we'll be fresh potting after that one. And so, then, and then that. we'll be back on Monday to cover the week. We'll be we'll talk about the month the the, the remaining fixtures. We do uh, have a big Thursday. weekend for Liverpool, by the way, or a big few days coming up for Liverpool. They play United in the FA Cup, and then they played Spurs at in London. They're gonna so, ditch that. They're gonna ditch that FA Cup game. They probably are, but but we'll see. We'll see. So we'll talk about it on Thursday. Yeah. But yeah, that's we went uh, long. We went well. This was good. Yeah. You're welcome, everybody. All right, everyone. Please rate and review the show. This was Squeaky Bomb Time Podcast. We do meet up on Mondays and Thursdays. Thursday. Every once in a while. We